smile on my face, but are you happy for me? I'm out the way. Are you happy for me? Beach. I better say beach. Like beach, but like beach. Are you happy for me? Are you happy for yourself? Realistically, like, when you look up, when you brush your teeth every morning, assuming that you brush your teeth every morning, right? I'm assuming, I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt that every morning when you brush your teeth and floss and use baking soda or baking powder, whichever you prefer, whichever you can afford during the inflation, because right now I'm not going to hold you. A bottle of ketchup anyway, that's a whole nother, that's not even a topic on the episode. I might have to fill that in though. Ketchup is $10, fam. Not even the biggest bottle, fam. I got a medium bottle of ketchup. I'm dragging it. It was like six fifty, but I mean six fifty is basically ten dollars, bro. What am I gonna do with that additional three dollars and fifty cents? I can tell y'all what it is, I can tell y'all what it isn't. I could talk about tomorrow. I could talk about the present. Two, two, three, two, three. E, B, C, G. Let's get it, man. Episode 21. You know, you thought I was finished, but I'm far from done. You know, I had to spend the block. Black History Month still in effect. I said, you know what? You know what? I want to make black. I want to make. Let me make black history twice this month. Okay, so the All Star, the All Star game, All Star weekend. I mean, listen, man. Let, let 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 me just get this out of the way because you know, at the end of the day, realistically, I'm low key late, right? Everybody already got the All Star. I listened and watched everything, right? And and right now. NBA All-Star Weekend is, is a trending topic, but it's not trending, you know, basically for any of the reasons that it's supposed to be trending, right? When you think of the NBA All-Star Weekend and you think about the slam dunk contest, the three-point contest, and just all of it, basically what they promote and present to us as the best players in the world, which they are, you know. I mean, if these are the best players in the world, you know, the expectation of the All-Star game is just, you know, I feel like it's, it's pretty much, it's kind of high. I feel like we, we kind of got spoiled with our previous generation, you know what I'm saying? Like, realistically, like, it's over, fam. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Like, there's no need to harp on this or beat around the bush about it. I mean, if you watch the All-Star game, you know what I'm saying? I mean, realistically, fam, I've seen more exciting games in local parks, and I'm not even, like, I feel like we all have, you know, at this point, the NBA All-Star Weekend, that whole situation is it's, it's basically, it's basically like baby Super Bowl weekend, right? It's, it's kind of just like, you know, a runway for these, for these marketers and these these advertisers, right, and the, the sponsors and the partners to, you know, basically coerce and, you know, massage relationships, right? That's that's kind of what that's all about. And at the end of the day, fam, 
I really didn't even have the expectation coming into that game. I didn't really even, you know what I'm saying? At this point, you kind of just forget it's even coming on. You kind of just end up seeing it the day of, like, oh, forgot about this. You tune in, and it's kind of like, all right, all the celebrities is here. I'm not going to not watch. I want to see what people wearing. I want to see who's in the front row. It's kind of just like a fashion show more than anything, to be honest. You know what I find interesting about that whole thing? Because I'm not going to get into the whole, you know, like I said, it's kind of a hot topic right now. All oh, the journalists, they, they, they're, they're going crazy right now. The coach, who is the coach that said, was that who, Billy Donovan? He basically said it was a disgrace. He was, his face was red. Like, he was really angry. Like, I'm never coaching. Don't ever waste my time. This is a disgrace. Like, people are really angry about this All-Star game, fam. I'm not going to hold you. I fell asleep. Personally, I got some of the best sleep this week watching that game. So, I'm not even really necessarily mad at it because I I was kind of, my sleeping pattern is kind of off right now. Um, I'm kind of doing too much. You know what I'm saying? So, realistically, it was the perfect time to get some great sleep with just some, like, you know, casual basketball and, you know what I'm saying, on in the background, basically. That was kind of my all-star weekend. I mean, I literally woke up in the middle of the dunk contest because more than likely, you know, when I woke up, I see Matt McClung. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I woke up to see a six foot two Matt McClung's head aligned with the rim, man. I didn't know what was going on. I said, whoa. I mean, it woke me up. And then at that point, I kind of seen what was going on. Like, oh, I, I didn't even know he was going to be in the dunk contest. And you know what's so crazy about that? Magma Clung, you know, he's he's been on many, many highlights. You know, anybody that watched, you know, the House of, you know, House of Hoops or any of those, you know, Baller's Life. You know, Matt McClung has been featured on those channels for many, many years. Me personally, and I don't know, maybe I'm just bugging. I didn't know the kid could dunk, let alone do some of those dunks he was doing in that dunk. Matt McClung won that dunk contest, man. And, you know, the All-Star game was mids or whatever the case was. You know, maybe a little bit less mid. You know, it was probably... We could just say, I'm not going to say it was trash, but it was kind of trash, right? And, you know, the dunk contest was, you know, it was exciting to see, you know, the dunks that... that that he was able to pull off with realistically fam. Who who else was in the dunk contest? And that's the other conversation that's been kinda, you know, circulating, you know, amongst NBA journalists and elitists, you know, basically saying that the dunk contest needs to be, you know, basically more star studded. You know, we need to see, you know, guys like John Morant and LeBron James. At the end of the day, fam, I mean, listen, I I wouldn't mind seeing that personally, but you kind of got to look at it from a realistic standpoint. As far as John Morant, I feel like we got plenty of time to see that, you know. And at some point, I feel like if the buzz get, you know, I feel like he'll eventually cave in. You know, John Moran is young. He'll be in the league for a long time. I personally don't see why he wouldn't do it. I feel like, I mean, Matt McClung is a perfect example. 
Matt McClung has been featured on damn near every ESPN show since the gun contest, fam. They're doing documentary. They're doing short docs on him and all type of... Like, he is a superstar now, right? From the G League to superstar them overnight. I mean, he, he kind of... He earned it with the dunks that he was doing. Because like I said, fam, he, 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 he's shorter than me, fam. I seen that that double pump. That double pump ain't no joke, fam. Let me just tell y'all from experience. Like, I, I've been up there. I've seen those mountaintops. To get up there and do the double pump and then go back up with it, I mean, he wasn't doing no easy dunks, fam. And like I said, I, I do feel like, you know, he earned you know what I'm saying? All of the, you know, the attention that he's basically getting right now. Yeah, are they doing another white man can't jump? They already got Jack Harlow, right? I'm not going to hold you this year. He ain't even win the Grammy. Like, you can get him out. We could put Mac. I, I, I propose this. Mac McClung, shall we? If they put Mac McClung in White Man Can't Jump 2 and remove Jack Harlow abruptly, like, yeah, you're not really giving us the traction that we thought. Yeah, we kind of needed you to win that Grammy. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, he's the dunk contest champion. He's actually the... He can really dunk. I'm just saying, though, it probably would be a better film if you actually had someone who could really do the dunk and do those dunks at the same time. You know, load management is, is definitely another conversation that's being had right now. Man. I feel like that ties into, you know, to the conversation with the All-Star Weekend and basically what we just seen, you know, players basically trying to, you know, take it easier on their bodies, right? And from a from an athlete standpoint, right, or just from the standpoint of anybody who's, you know, dealt with any kind of injury physically to your body, right? If you've been hurt or injured, you, you, you kind of just understand, you know, uh, the importance of getting rest, right? And, and taking time off to heal, right? Even if you work out, if you're somebody who trains, you know, you have a, a really strict training regimen or, you know, whatever the case may be, you, you might go to the gym two or three times a week, your body will eventually, you know, get sore and you're going to need some time to kind of, you know, you know, rest your muscles and, and restore yourself, restore your energy, that's just a normal human thing is basically what I'm saying. And that that's that's all across the board. That's not just something that's exclusive to NBA players, but apparently the expectation, you know, when you're an NBA player and you're making as much money as some of these guys are making, and that's usually what the conversation You know, I'm going to let you to get this shit off. It's, it's Hip Hop 50. My proposal... All-Star Weekend, you know, I've been hearing all of the, you know, the chatter around it. And listen, let's just get straight to it, man. This is my proposal. I propose that we have player call-outs. The All-Star Weekend, like, let's, let's, let's forget about the voting and all of that. Because realistically, fam, who, who do you have voting, Right. You don't know when you leave things up to fans and just the internet and numbers and, and computers. It's never going to everything goes wrong at some point when computers and just the fans are involved. Right. You have players who, you know, basically 
We see it all the time. We see a lot of different back and forths on Twitter. And players, you know, taking shots at each other. You know, a perfect example of that would be when, you know, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, you know. That was like a little rivalry at one point, and and Clay had some things to say about about the franchise, and they responded, and you know Dylan Brooks and John Moran, and they over there pointing lasers at the staff in Indiana. Check this out, dog. If there's so much hostility and animosity within the confines of the locker rooms in the NBA. You know what we need to do, fans? We need to let these players get some of that out on camera. And let's put this on all... Let this be the All-Star Weekend. I want I want players that don't like other players, you know, for lack of another way to say it, to call the players out for a game of one-on-one basketball. 21, you know, game of 21. All ones, you feel me? No threes. So if you could, sh- if you shooting from half court, you know we'll 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 enjoy it and appreciate it. But at the end of the day, that's still one, fam. You gotta score twenty more times because we want to see a good game. At the end of the day, listen, man, we've been we've been asking for that for years. You know, I feel like it it only makes sense. You know, you just reformat the whole weekend. I heard some good ideas about you know bringing in you know different. You know, for the dunk contest specifically, you know, I mean, for sure they're not doing the best they can do with that. Anybody that played NBA 2K, you done watched NBA 2K TV, smacked, you know what I'm saying, at 3 a.m., you know what I'm saying? And you've seen some of the most ridiculous dunks that they would never put in the dunk contest. So, obviously, yeah, let's, let's, we can revamp this event to... To be more inclusive to you know outside competition i'm not sure how they're gonna roll it out i'm not necessarily sure i'm not sure what the business of that looks like and i'm not sure how that works as far as you know you, 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 how much do you pay a player to come into the nba for the dunk contest i'm not really sure i'm not sure why andre is out rapping over me right now I'm trying to pod, you feel me? And Andre literally just came in and started snapping. Pardon me. Maybe I need to be quiet. You know what I'm saying? It's hip-hop 50. I'm going to let him get it off. I'm going to let him get it off. He got three seconds. Respectfully. But yeah, man. The, the whole, just reformat the whole weekend, man. The, the most exciting part... This this is when you know like, either that or just cancel the whole thing because realistically, fam, I shouldn't see the two all star captains standing up there sweating. They take the draft more serious than the game itself, fam. Giannis was up there with a whole notebook, a journal. He had a whole coach playbook up there. He had players on one side, coaches on the other side. LeBron up there with the with a piece of paper sweating. Like, fam, they take the draft so serious. And, you know, at the end of the day, they, they even made a big deal out of that about how LeBron, oh, he's setting up that potential Kyrie trade. They, they, I'm not going to hold you. The, the LeBron-Kyrie bromance needs to end. Respectfully. They did what they did in Cleveland. It's over, fam. And at the end of the day, I, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Kyrie went crazy in that third quarter. We, we remember what he did. And we know what LeBron did. LeBron did 
and we respect it. And you know what I'm saying? They did what they did. That's listen, Kevin Love just they retired Kevin Love's jersey. That whole thing is over with, fam. Any anything that ever came from that should never happen again in 2023. LeBron is on his way out the league respectfully. He just passed Kareem. He's he's on another level. He's his gold status. Like it's over, fam. Kyrie Irving doesn't need to go and, and try to rekindle anything with the with a, a reti- on his way out of the league, LeBron, who, who's getting injured now, and like we never used to see LeBron get hurt. Now it's starting to look like I, you know, I passed Kareem. I don't really feel the, the need to really go to the gym every day. Though. You know what I'm saying? He might be falling off low key. That's all I'm saying. LeBroni on his way though, so you know he gonna stick around more than likely for at least two more seasons. Is what's being reported. You know, the mock draft you know was released, and you know they got Bronny going to Orlando. And the irony there is, you know, they have LeBron quoted at some point saying something along along the lines of that if he ever went to Orlando, or if they ever traded me to Orlando, you know, it'd be time for me to retire. I mean, listen, that could be divine timing. You know, it is what it is. That could just be some type of weird karma. But they definitely got Bronny going to Orlando. And we know for a fact, wherever Bronny go, Braun is going, right? Or at least that's what we hope, right? Because I definitely, I'm looking forward to seeing that. You know, you got Victor coming into the league. It's a lot of NBA stuff to look forward to. Obviously, you know, we got the playoffs coming up. You know, personally, I want to just go on record and say once again that the Boston Celtics, unless Kyrie and Luka, because at the end of the day, I'm I'm team Mavericks at this point, right? Y'all know how I get down, man. Wherever Uncle Drew go, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? I got to go. I got to pull up. I got to rock. Now I got to go get a Mavs jersey, all type of shit. Like, it's, it's so many different shades of blue. How am I going to, like, put that? I'm going to figure it out. Like, listen. If the Mavs can't figure it out, because realistically, I had I had this as my first topic, right? But you see what happens is when you take such a long period of time between podcasts, sometimes your first topic that you might have had written down two weeks ago or whatever it was, you might not necessarily feel like that now. But if y'all really, really want to know, and if you pry it out of me, I definitely had Get Kyrie the f- out of Dallas as my first topic initially, right? But realistically, fam, I had to think it through. You know, listen, I'm not gonna hold you. I'm still, I'm still a little salty over how that last game they played together ended. You know what I'm saying? And then basically how they sat there and, and fumbled the ball. Two of the most prolific scorers, the the, the highest scoring backcourt. What are they? Are they the two best scoring? They they the two something, the two goofs that fumbled the ball at the end of the game. The both of y'all could have hit the shot, man. It is what it is, you know. That that was you know. They don't really got no defense right now. And listen, I'm not really sure why Carmelo Anthony is not in an NBA uniform right now. But listen, Mark Cuban, Jason Kidd, I don't know who I got to talk to, fam. Carmelo Anthony, absolutely. I mean, listen, he ain't going to really help much on the defense side. But realistically, fam, y'all just had the trade deadline go by. Y'all was supposed to figure that out, you feel me? Y'all got rid of Dory, you know what I'm saying, Finney Smith. 
And, you know, that was supposed to be their best defender. Like, listen, fam, I'm not sure if JaVale McGee is going to be able to just block every shot that comes to the rim. He ain't going to be able to block Tatum and Jalen Brown. So, you know, I'm not really sure. Like, realistically, the, the, the Mavericks is not in a good position to win a championship this season, you know. But them Celtics, though, enough said. I wanted to talk about some apocalyptic-like events going on around the world. What the f*** is going on? I just feel like flying objects being shot out of the sky has been a damn near just an everyday thing now, right? And I'm trying to figure out, like... At what point is the revolution going to start? Like, are y'all are we really about to sit back? Like, realistically, fam, I kind of detached myself from society like a long time ago. So when I say we, don't don't take me seriously, right? Because there is no we. I I know exactly what I need to do, right? And it's pretty much just to avoid being around y'all niggas. Because fam, if y'all sitting here telling me, I'm gonna have to edit that. No n word. No n word. You gotta edit the n word. But if you sitting here telling the fam, why? What is going on, and why are things being shot out of the sky? I'm not sure what what they talking about. You know, they 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 saying it's spy balloons, Chinese spy balloons. But we this is a slippery slope here, right? When we start putting, you know, you know, um, I don't know, man. Just the whole blaming it on the foreigners thing it's kind of like we've seen this movie before you know what i'm saying and you know yeah man trains trains with with toxic chemicals crashing we got trains crashing where was that in the in in, in palestine east palestine ohio hold on i have the article here yeah east east palestine ohio you know train derailment complete disaster, you know, all type of chemicals, I mean, chloride, and I mean, this This is like one of the worst toxic chemical disasters that, you know, the state has ever seen, and I'm not really sure if I'm the, you know, they definitely have a movie, right, and that was basically what I was getting to, right, they have a movie, right, I haven't watched the movie. I've never heard of the movie. I've only just recently found this out yesterday, right? And apparently the movie is, is basically very, very similar to the event that occurred, right? And, you know, realistically, there's a term, right? And the term is called predictive programming, right? And, you know, it's so crazy. Many, many moons ago, you know, before the podcast thing was really, you know, I mean, I really started this in left rack in the 90s, right? Y'all already know that. But what I'm saying is, at this particular time, I kind of, I had, I stepped away from the podcast game, is what I'm saying. I was trying to go another route. I was trying to get the revolution started, y'all. I was on Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo. I went, I was on everything. MySpace, man. And I mean, predictive programming, I say all that to say this, predictive programming is not something that's new to me, but this event that just recently occurred, there is definitely a movie 
by the name of, and this is for your own research purposes, the name of the movie, or the name of the film, it's called White Noise. Producing. Now, I don't know who the producer is, because I just heard producing, and it made me just think of, who is the producer? I don't know. I don't really care. You can look all this up. This is public information. The name of the film is White Noise. <laughs> I'm listening to records. It, it came out, if I'm not mistaken, times. recently, like 2022, well. there right, or 2021. Right. I have just within the last two, last two three years, the movie dropped. It's a new film, and if I'm not mistaken, what I what I also heard is that the the film basically took place in the same exact neighborhood, right, in East Palestine. The movie, and I don't want to say this. This is not a fact. I didn't fact check this myself because I plan on watching the film, right. But the film actually takes place. In the exact same city. So listen, man. Like I said, I just wanted to throw that in there. I'm not trying to say, you know, that this is like all one big scheme or setup or some some type of distraction to you know keep us from not seeing, you know, or focusing on what we really need to be focused on. And at the end of the day, there's so many things we really need to be focused on. But clearly, they won't allow us to focus on one thing, and and that's usually not a good sign, right? Flying objects being shot out of the sky, trains getting derailed. Now you got fishes, the, the poor fishes in the sea. They done, uh, they talking about. So that's the that's the whole other part of that, right? Obviously, the train it was, you know, I'm not sure. I believe it was something along the lines of 70 cars. It was a lot of, you know, it was a very very large train, and. Basically, the residents in that area, rightfully so, and obviously when we're dealing with chemicals, now you got people basically evacuated from their homes and not even wanting to return, even though, you know, despite the fact that the government officials are basically saying that it is safe to now return and the air is now safe, they, 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 they check the quality, they drag the big quality checking machines out there they they show they made sure they got the clips of the quality yeah we're showing you the water's good thumbs up but at the end of the day thousands of fish have been swept up on the shore like fishes are dying in the sea you telling me that the water is safe to drink but the sea is not you know what i'm saying reflecting that if the fish is dying, I'm pretty sure that the water, enough said, right? So, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's starting to look like that that whole Flint situation, you know what I'm saying? Part two, you know, prayers to the people in East Palestine, you know what I'm saying? Realistically, it's basically what I'm trying to get to, you know. It's unfortunate, you know. You know, you got reports of people with headaches and, and rashes and all of these different things, you know. We don't really even know what was on this train for certain, right? Because realistically, the chemicals that they, they, they're naming, which most of them are un- unpronounceable, you know what I'm saying, right? Unless you're like a, a scientist that works for NASA, you don't know what the hell hydrococtic fluoride third, like, I'm pretty sure the concoction of all of these chemicals, we don't even really know what the significance of this really can be. One of the other things that they can do, not to just only improve the All-Star Weekend, but just the overall game, 
because, you know, we need to highlight the fact that a lot of those referees don't need to be there, right? And we, we, we there's so many different scenarios that we can point to. And obviously, you know, one of the most, you know, recent ones that was crazy was, you know, the whole LeBron foul when Jason Tatum clearly jumped and slapped him straight across his forearm. I mean, he slapped him so hard. I think his headband came off, man. He slapped, he left a welt on his forearm. He slapped him so damn hard, bro. They straight act like they didn't even see that. Tatum ran out the damn arena with the ball, you know, and I do feel like the same way that you allow NBA players to, you know, and I do feel like it's, it's super dope to see, you know, players able to kind of just have that, you know, that second career with the whole journalism transition. I think it's super dope. I feel like they low-key saved. You know what I'm saying? They might have... They might have saved the NBA by doing that move right there, man. Because, you know, we do need to see these former players, you know, get embraced and brought into the to the hierarchy, man. Like, they need a piece of the pie, too. And not just only when they on the court slam dunking. Some of these dudes got chops. Let's mic them up and let's put them away. I think that's super dope. But I also feel like they're missing the ball with the referee thing. Right, and I feel like you see where I'm kind of going with this, right? At this point, right, and I, I, you know, like I said, man, I pay attention, I listen, I watch, I, I study, I do, man, I do, and I, I haven't really heard this take. I just feel like we need to see former NBA players referee the game, fam. What are we waiting for? What are we doing? What are we doing? Phil Donahue. Wrote a book. Like, the jig is up. You you understand what I'm saying? Like, we should have been got rid of these guys. I don't want to see a guy running up the court. You ain't built like LeBron, fam. What you running up the court? Let's go get some former NBA players who know the game, who played the game. They know the court, bro. They know the arena. Listen, they the referees is getting standing ovations now. Like, the referees are actually respected now. Do you understand how you significantly change the game and the motivation of a player changes when they know now the referees aren't out to, to, to basically screw them out of the game, man? You're not telling me that players' morale is not affected when they see a play like what happened with LeBron in Boston, like. That changes a player's morale, and when you feel like you got, you know, the five people in the other jersey and the <laughs> the referee is the sixth man off the bat. I've seen that mean many times, and it's so true. I mean, realistically, fam, it's a six on five depending on, you know, just on any given night, man. So that's just my proposal. You know, I don't want to stay on basketball too much, but, you know, it is what it is. Listen, this Black History Month. We're going to talk about some basketball. We're going to talk about some watermelon next. Some Kool-Aid. Everything. All the black stereotypical shit. We trying to get all of that out. There's five days left of this shit, man. Let me be black. 
and proud. Thank you. But now, on, on, on a serious note, though, I do feel like that's a super dope idea, personally. I think it's genius, really, realistically. And I do plan on, at some point, I'm going to get into a conference room with Adam Silver, and we, that will be proposed. And it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen, is what I'm saying. If I run into Adam Silver, y'all got to understand what I'm saying here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to, like, this can be done. I'm not sure why it's not being done, but this can be done, you know. So that was that was that was my you know additional take on how we can improve the NBA, and, and you know I mean besides the other stuff you know the racism and all that other stuff under the table that we don't really talk about that much. Yeah, let's let's ease up on that too. Let me see where I want to go next. I definitely I definitely rediscovered rediscover my love, you know, for, for the show Shark Tank, man, I mean, I low-key forgot about it, there's so much stuff going on, you ever forgot about something that was just, like, so near and dear to you, and then, like, when you rediscover it, it's just like, fam, how do I let this go, Shark Tank is one of the greatest shows, if not the greatest show of all time, at this point, and... I'm not sure what instrumental that was, but I mean, literally, they, bees buzzing on the intro is a, is a nasty instrumental, fam. And I don't care who's on there, fam. I don't care if that's a Tupac cut. That is terrible, bro. Pardon me. Shark Tank. They definitely added. I didn't even know. Like I said, I forgot about the show. It's just been so much going on. You got flying things in the sky. I can't focus on on the TV God anymore. I don't know what's going on on TV. I just, when I see it, I see it. And I ran into it the other day, fam. And I was very, very surprised and shocked to see that they added Kevin Hart as a shark on the show. Man. Now, if you if you if you're familiar with the show already, you, know, you pretty much have a good idea what I'm talking about. Anyway. For anybody who's never watched Shark Tank, and if you happen to stumble upon this episode, you know, shout out to shout out to you know, shout out to you, first of all for tuning in. But I would I would highly recommend after this episode, just just type in Shark Tank, Kevin, or not even just just type in Shark Tank for real, because you know you'll see everything. But man, I just I just feel like it's a what a great addition to the show. The show is it's it's a, it's so it's literally like it's the slogan for Pringles. You know, once you pop, you can't stop. I can't if I turn that thing on, fam. You gotta understand that I would really I can binge watch that for four days straight and not blink. It's that good. It's, it's a great show. I feel like the addition to Kevin Hart is genius. Um, I'm very, very pleased that, you know, I rediscovered the show. And that was basically all I had on that. I had to write it down. Like, dang, Shark Tank, they put Kevin Hart on there. I just feel like he's super witty. But then at the same time, he's he's super witty. You know what I'm saying? He he, he adds the comedy to the show. It's, it's really, really good, man. And I definitely highly recommend it. Now, that's my type of show. I can't really do the other, you know, the powers and the. I'm not really that kind of guy. I'm not the power guy. And shout out to Fifty as well, you know, because this wasn't even a topic. But you know, as I, you know, 
I definitely seen that, you know, Fox, he got a, he got a big bag over there. Fuck, you know, basically, you know. So kudos to him for that, you know. I, I really, truly do hope that he can keep some, you know, creative integrity, you know. And at the end of the day, it's not, it's not, you know, on a serious note, and in all reality, 50 Cent is kind of new to the Hollywood space. It's a known thing that there's a limitation that they put on black creators and, and just basically, you know, the bar is kind of set pretty low right now in black Hollywood. And, you know, that's no disrespect to 50 Cent. That's no disrespect to any of the black creators. You know, there's a lot of amazing talent in the field. And that's that's kind of the unfortunate part about that. And now I'm on a whole rant about on, on Hollywood, right? But it is something that I feel like, man, we, we do need to see just basically more black creators being able to use their own creativity. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if you got a real good script, we have only you should be able to, you know, go in, pitch the script. And if it's good, the same way we can vote the all-star game to watch a boring-ass game, why can't we vote for a script? Like, what are we doing, man? Now I'm about to cook. See, because this is the thing with me. Like, I, I I, try not to come on here and really cook for it, which is crazy because I cook. You feel me? I'm trying to do a quick pod for y'all and get out of here. You know, I got things to do. Listen, it's not Friday yet. We're not quite there yet. We almost there. And by the time you hear this episode, we're going to be there. But then we ain't there yet. You feel me? So I'm, I'm not really trying to go into the whole Hollywood thing, man. But realistically, man, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like saying, what are we doing, man? I want to vote for some scripts, cause dog, we gonna see what Fifty do though. We gonna see what's going, you know, how that transpires. Shout out to him though. It's Fifty Cent. He from Queens. Listen, left, right. I'm from Queens. Listen, dog, I've been on them corners. All right, I, I, I've seen Jamaica Ave in the '90s. Like I know what time it is, man. So salute. Like he, we, you know, one of us made it at the end of the day. You feel me? I just hope he can stay to, you know, basically what he got into the shit for, basically, you know what I mean? Whatever that even is, because I'm not even really sure. Congratulations to Rihanna, who killed the Super Bowl, by the way, and we're not even about to do that, because at the end of the day, again, I'm kind of late with it, and that's been a whole thing within this, you know, Rihanna's Super Bowl performance, and people, you know, it's just, you know, people going, you can't, everybody can't go, everybody can't go. You know, and if you're wondering why the name of the podcast is EBCG, which is the you know acronym for everybody can't go, it's because it's applicable to just so many things. It's perfect. You can apply that to damn near everything. And, and realistically, fam, clearly with this whole Rihanna Super Bowl performance, what we're clearly seeing is that everybody just really can't go because, bro, I watched that performance, and I'm I'm not gonna hold you. I just, just today, I just stopped singing Rihanna songs in my head. I've been singing Rihanna songs in my head since that damn performance, fam. I'm not sure what everybody else saw. Now, I, I, I do also understand what people were saying as far as the performance level of, you know, what was the performance actually, right? But at the end of the day, listen, man, me personally... Rihanna to me is, is like one of those artists where it's kind of like 
She's like a jukebox for real. You don't really need her to do much. We just need to hear that voice, fam, and, and see the eyes. She gave us the eyes. She had the voice. She sounded amazing. She still sounds like Rihanna. Let's give her some credit. I mean, we've seen artists fall off too. We've seen titties up there. We've seen we've seen Super Bowl we've seen Super Bowl performances go way worse than that. Is what I'm saying, right? Let's give us some credit, man. I I personally enjoyed it. I feel like man, the, the, it was really the set for me. <laughs> And obviously, you know, that's a whole thing within itself, you know, and we can, we can you know, attribute that to, to Kanye, you know, and I went on this whole tangent and I didn't even, you know, finish my whole sentence. And when I said congratulations, Rihanna, I was referring to her baby that she's now expecting another baby with ASAP Rocky. But I also wanted to mention the fact that congratulations to the brat. Yeah, congratulations to Rihanna and the brat. I never would have thought in a million years I would ever be able to say congratulations Rihanna and the brat for the baby on the way. Rihanna thought she stole the show with the Super Bowl performance and at the end of the day it was an amazing performance. The baby reveal, I feel like that was dope. It's a moment in time. It's Black History Month. It's Black History. The baby gonna be able to see that one day. It's, that's amazing. And at the end of the day, fam, as far as the baby world and baby news, I feel like the brat got it right now, fam. The brat is really out here with a whole belly. D-A-B-R-A-T. The brat. Yeah, yeah. That, that, the braids with the beads. J-D so-so. Like, fam, I can't even believe. I thought I was dreaming. You know, you wake up, your phone is next to you, you scroll, and sometimes you, like, hold on, maybe I just, I'm still in the dream or something. Let me just blink real quick, wake up. The brat is really pregnant, man. I have so many questions, you know what I'm saying? Um, but realistically, I feel like I'm not, I'm not, I actually don't have any questions. I don't. I'm not that intrigued, really. I'm just, I just, I mean, congratulations, like I said. You know, it's just something that, it's just funny to me that we're able to say congratulations to the brat for the baby. Well, she didn't have the baby yet, obviously. She's, she's ex- you know, I'm not sure how many months she is, but she looks like she's pretty far along, you know. That baby bump was kind of big. Yeah. What is going on in the world, man? But, you know, you know I think I'm, I'm off the Rihanna Super Bowl, right? Well, I wasn't I wasn't finished, basically. Um, shout out to Ye. Shout out to Ye. And that was basically where I was going anyway. Because realistically, that's the perfect segue to the next topic, right? But before we go there, we definitely want to say shout out to Ye and shout out to Rihanna for keeping it. She, she, she basically, you know, I, I feel like personally, well, that could have been Jay, but you know, I feel like there was a little acknowledgement of, you know, basically just, you know, his imprint as far as create, you know, creatively, and, and you know, if that's not indication of that enough, then we just gonna get to the next topic, you know, which is a perfect segue, you know. We talking about creative, we talking about gay, we talking about influence. We need to talk about Adidas, man. Adidas, 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 man. It, it, I just think that it's so crazy that, you know, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. You know, it's, it's, being, it's being reported that Adidas 
is basically going bankrupt, fam. And they are clamoring, they are begging Ye to come back to the drawing board, to the to the cutting room floor, fam. To to the fucking to the silk room, whatever they call that shit. To the thread room. Is that what it is? The thread room? The thread throne? They want Ye back in the damn lab. And they want him cooking up some Adidas, man. Apparently, Adidas can continue without Ye, bro. This is crazy to me. This might be the most important topic on here. They literally tried to destroy Kanye West. And at this point, we need to just call him Kanye. We need to, he needs to be Kanye again real quick for this. They tried to kill Kanye. I mean, realistically, though, Kanye West, he killed Kanye West. He said he killed him. Man. He's Ye now. Listen, man, I don't even really know what else to say other than I'm disgusted. I am absolutely disgusted. I just wore some Adidas the other day, though. I will say that as well. I got a hard camo, man. Hey, listen, man, I'm not getting rid of that. I had it for so many years. It's just kind of like my scent is on it already. It's mine, you feel me? And now it's kind of like, all right, if they're going to get him back, and then also I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of keeping my eyes peeled for that Kyrie sneaker deal, too. I'm, I'm hearing reports. I'm, I'm waiting to see. Maybe they waiting for him to go to L.A. I don't know what's going on. But if Adidas son Kyrie and Ye come back, nigga, she just in time for the spring line. I will be Adidas up, nigga. Facts. And Nike's really out of here now. Because they was already out of here. But, like, if I could get Adidas back, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. It's kind of like you don't really need both of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, some more NBA headlines. Uh, what Russell Westbrook, my guy, Russell Westbrook, definitely just signed to the Los Angeles Clippers, man. And I'm not gonna hold you. I'm just super, super excited for him personally, just for the simple fact that I know for a fact he wanted to stay in LA. I, I you, 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 I just would have felt so horrible to see him go back to like Houston or something like. It's just like, fam, this man has literally been on a different team for, like, the past five or six seasons or something. Like, bro, let this man just play at home at the very least. If y'all going to trash him every day, if every day you got to wake up and see people trash you in the media, trash you, at least let him be home to see it. You know what I'm saying? With his family. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm just I'm just super excited to see that he, you know, he was able to stay in LA. And not to mention, I'm 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 also a little salty just for the simple fact that I really wanted Kyrie over there. And when they got rid of John Wall and, and they got rid of, you know, uh what's what's boy name? Bobby Schmurder. What's Schmurder name, man? That's not his name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Reggie Jackson. They got rid of the both they got rid of both of their point guards. In my mind, I'm like, yo, that's the perfect but I, I mean, they already had signed Kyrie to Dallas at that point, so I couldn't have really been thinking that. Initially, though, before he went to Dallas, obviously, I wanted him to go to the Clippers or whatever the case may be. Well, we'll see what happens. Let's see. You know, if the rush situation blows up and it's a complete disaster, like every journalist and analyst is predicting it to be, which is crazy, like they don't even give you a chance to, to put the jersey on. Oh, it's not going to work. He's, he's terrible. They know every spot on the floor where you can't make a shot all of a sudden. It's just like, damn. They don't talk about the triple-doubles, though. They don't talk about, you know, the fact that the Rock the Baby is, like, a, a whole thing on, like, that shit is trending. Like, 
Every time he do the Rocky Baby, that's your trend. Like, Russell Westbrook is the coach, you know what I'm saying, of basketball. Like, and at the end of the day, man, he might not have the best, you know, you know, stats or whatever the case may be, the best career or he might not be the best teammate or whatever it is that they're saying. At the end of the day, he's still an NBA fan. Like, we, we realistically, they, they shouldn't be allowed to talk about certain players the way that they do. I just feel like it's blasphemous, you know, personally. But he with Kawhi and PG, they fuck around and win a championship this season. You feel me? Because something about the way Kyle, Kawhi, you know, I just I, I just feel like he's, he's too quiet right now. He's a little too quiet. And we already know he's always quiet. But he, he kind of, he's looking like Toronto Kawhi right now on the low. So that's definitely something to watch out for, you know. Rush to the Clippers, you know. KD to Phoenix, we already know that. Yo, is Diddy, is Diddy and JD doing a versus or not? I'm hearing things, man. I keep seeing these little fake, you know, Facebook always got some fake article. And then it's like, it's always people posting it that you know. And it's like, I feel like, I kind of feel like you're credible. But you wouldn't post this, would you? It's always fake. Everything is fake. It's fake news just being spread all over the damn place, fam. This is why I had to create my own platform, dog. If I'm going to be on this, I'm going to be spreading my own fake news. If it's going to be fake news, it's coming from me, fam, at the end of the day. I can always vouch for me, right? So, realistically, fam, what do I look like, bro? Regurgitating TMZ. Bronny 2024, I definitely got that off, right? Diddy, Diddy versus JD, I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if, you know, if it's really a real thing, just for the simple fact, and the reason why I'm saying it's fake news is because when you go to the versus page on Instagram, you see nothing. The last post they posted was R.I.P. Gangsta Boo, which R.I.P. Gangsta Boo, still, you know what I'm saying? That was, that was, you know, that's still fresh, you know. 60 years to life. Nipsey Hussle, you know, uh, yeah, um, you know, not much to cover here, you know, I just felt like, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they gave the dude 60 years, you know, something about that number just feels fitting for some reason, I mean, but then at the same time, I'm not really sure if we still want to celebrate that, man, you know what I'm saying, so realistically, it's kind of just a weird situation, like, Initially, you see 60 years and you start thinking about Nipsey and how he probably would have wanted to react to that. But then you start thinking about how he went out and everything surrounding that whole situation and then you think another thought. And I just feel like, man, I'm, I'm done with hearing Eric Holder. I don't, I, I don't even want to say his name. I'm going to edit that out. I just don't want to hear some name no more. I don't want to... I'm just over that, that whole situation of... You know, the justice being served. There's no justice there. It took Nip. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we didn't get Nip back. So, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, we have technology, though. You know. So, he'll have to go walk the yard and, you know, deal with that for the rest of his life. Or for 60 years or whatever. We'll see. Most likely he's... Wasn't he... But wait, isn't this the same dude... That was a snitch, or whatever the case may be, but he was a snitch, though. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? The snitch got 60 years. It makes sense. So we off that, man. Listen, you know, I mentioned Adidas, you know, trying to get Ye back. I, I feel like it's only right that I mentioned that Pharrell definitely just got, I'm not sure what the exact title is, 
I, I, I believe that he's, he's basically, um, I don't want to say replacing, but basically he's replacing Virgil over there at Louis Vuitton, man. I'm not really a high-end fashion guy. It's not really my vibe. Never has been. Never will be. I tend to kind of like look at dude, like personally, like some of the fashion like that's going on now is a little bit, it's a little too high. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna hold you, man. Like some of y'all need to come down just a, just a tad bit, man. They got these boots that are trending now, and I'm sure everybody knows what I'm referring to. It's the big red, the boxing glove boots and shit. Like, fam, what are those? Like, what are those? Like, literally, what are... I thought the what are those was supposed to be, like... That's, like, sneaker culture's way of, like, basically clowning you for wearing some shit. But now I feel like people are purposely putting on the what are those and trying to, like, make it cool. Now, like, I don't know what's going on in the fashion world. I don't want no parts, though. I'm cool, bro. I'm barely rocking Adidas and Nike at this point. You think I'm about to put on those? Whatever the name of that brand is, LVVV. It's a lot of weird shit going on though. But yeah, shout out to Pharrell though. You know, you know, I definitely uh fuck with Pharrell. So you know, we gotta give Pharrell the shout out for that. That's a that's definitely a good look for his portfolio. You know, his resume, which was already stacked. You know what I'm saying on the music side of things. Now, you know, it's dope to see that you know in the latter years of his his career, he he's now making a transition. I feel like it just seems to be, like, right the right time. Like, I feel like he, he kind of was patient enough. Like, I just feel like he deserved, you know, deserved the look, you know. So, yeah, salute to Pharrell. You know, let's see what he, he, he could create over there. I'm probably not going to be buying or wearing any of it, but I still pay attention, though. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. By the time the next episode, episode 22, you know, we'll probably be, you know, depending on how I feel, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck around and drop 22 tomorrow on y'all and make it three episodes because I really gave y'all two episodes during Black History Month. Like, understand what I'm saying. Like, two episodes, 28 days, fam. Like, I'm really out here making Black History with my podcast. The last episode was the Black of the Berry. That wasn't my accident, fam. Chatting, man. It's the outro, man. I already know what it is. Episode 21. Everybody can go. You already know what it is. Till the next time. Go handle your biz. Drink water. Be smarter. And don't slaughter the animals fast. I'll leave y'all with this. Fast for a week. Drink more water and fast. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Take care of your soul. Take care of yourself. Because you never know when it's your time to go. And right now, it's my time to go. It's been real episode 21. Appreciate you all. Episode will be out 